Welcome back to Success Routines with Tara, where we transform, inspire, persist, and succeed on our personal and professional growth journeys. Here on Success Routines, we provide not only bite-sized nuggets on your journey, but we also provide full episodes so you can hear from local thought leaders, entrepreneurs, coaches, and trainers to share with us their personal success routines. And here on today's episode, we are meeting with Erica Castillo, who has 15 plus years of social work experience. She received her master's in social work with a concentration in community and administrative practice at the University of Texas Arlington. She is also a member of the NASW and she serves as the communications committee chair for NASW Texas Fort Worth area branch. In 2021, she was elected and serves as a delegate assembly representative for macro practice for NASW Texas. She recently entered authorship and is one of 11 co-authors in the women's anthology titled Emerging, which is a compilation of inspiring stories from women all around the world who push through to their next. She also is an author of the article Still I Rise, Beauty from Ashes, which is featured in the International Women's Magazine. She is also the founder of ePowerment with her mission to empower social work students and professionals to live their passion and dis- discover their true purpose in the social work journey. She's also busy at work pursuing her career endeavors that include becoming a professor, a social work entrepreneur, as well as starting a nonprofit organization. Welcome to the show, Erica. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the introduction. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, I'm so thrilled to have you here today because uh, you cover a couple of arenas that we talk about on, on the Success Routines podcast. And mm-hmm. you know, being an author, uh, being a business owner, um, always pursuing like, you know, the next best version of who you are. And I really thought it'd be great to have you on today to just share with, you know, share with us, you know, some of your best practices. And I know when we, um, when we started talking about all of the things that you do, I, you know, I have to start out with a, with a leading question, of course, around with all of what you do, um, how are you balancing your endeavors and, um, you know, and your family life. People always want to know those things. Oh, well, I have to say, um, it is a struggling act to be able to do all of that. Um, because not only am I juggling that, um, Tyra, I'm also homeschooling my daughter. Okay. So it is a lot of balls that are tossed up in the air, but I have to say, uh, with the grace of God, He's helping me to manage it as best as I can. And um, so far, I, I feel like I, I'm, the success ha- has been has been good for me. Nice, nice. And and wow, I didn't know about the homeschooling part. So yeah, we can add that to your list. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I always like to, to lead in and ask people because people always want to know, like, how do you manage to do um all these different parts of, of, you know, manage different parts of your life and still have your personal goal, right? Because we wear the mom hat, the employee hat, the business owner hat. Um, and then we always have to remember, okay, well, you know, how, how am I managing it all? So it's nice to hear you're, 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 you know, with God's grace and, and, uh, 
sure with your family support that you have um, you have the necessary tools to keep you going. Absolutely. So, you know, I thought it would be, it would be nice to kind of just talk a little bit about with all the things that you do, you know, that really, to me, screams leadership <laughs> um, because yeah. you're managing um, your household as a leader, but you're also in that uh, space, especially in the social. So if you could just share with us, you know, a little bit about your, your leadership role and your leadership journey, like what, how did that unfold for you and how are you feeling about, you know, your roles in leadership? Okay. So, well, let me just say, I've been in leadership, uh, in a leadership role for about three and a half years as a program director for a nonprofit um, organization. And then as you stated before, I founded um, my own um, business, e-parliament, inspiring social workers, to find their true um, passion in the field of social work. And then also, again, serve as, serve in a leadership role for the National Association of Social Work up here in Fort Worth, Texas branch. And um, and just, I, I would say throughout my life, adult life, I have always been in some type of a leadership role, whether that be in sports or in the church. So it has always, I would say just kind of been in me to to be in some form of a leadership role. And and as you started taking on these roles and um, what did what did it mean to you to be a leader? And how did you how did you uh, how did you receive leadership? Because uh, you know when I I do leadership coaching and when I when I speak to leaders. You know, it's it's so different for each person. You know, some people receive leadership from, you know, the perspective of it's their title. Um, but it's also I look at leadership as it being a process. You know, when you're a new leader, you're just trying to find your way. And the more you cement yourself in that role as a leader, you start to uncover different things about yourself. So what did you what did you learn about leadership and what are you still learning about leadership? Oh, wow, that is a really hard one right there. Um, wow, that's a hard one. Well, I mean, I have to say it's still a learning process. Um, for me, you know, I always kind of have to push myself uh, to to want to do better, to go to that next level. And sometimes you kind of want to just kind of be in, in the back sometimes and not always be in the front yeah but I have to just be open to that process okay this is uh and you know I have to say I'm a person of faith so everything you know God is my foundation for everything so I just have to say okay God is opening this door for me to walk through so I have to be willing to be obedient and to just kind of walk through that door and um and just learn through the process and just kind of be up and uh, and up and honest with people if you know if you don't know everything uh within that position know that it's okay it's a learning process and this is something that you know you will get over time and it's not going to always be perfect so that's something that i had to learn and still is learning yeah no i i totally appreciate that because it's so true we should never be afraid in my view to ask for help and ask ask for support where we need it because someone has already been down that path and i i know for me having mentors <clears throat> excuse me having mentors has helped you know shape my leadership style 
and continues to shape it because, you know, I consider myself a lifelong learner. So I'm, I'm never, um, I'm never afraid to ask for, or, or ask questions in areas that I don't, that are, that are new, new territory for me. So I, I like when you say that because sometimes people think as a leader, you can't be vulnerable and asking for help is, is showing vulnerability, right? It's saying, Hey, I need some, I need to know a little bit more here help me in that process you know so currently you uh so you said you've been in your last position for about three years right with yes. um uh with your uh as a program and what have what have you found to be the um i guess the greatest uh areas of joy or passion as a leader and and help in in serving others like what What's been your your biggest um, your biggest joy in, in doing what you do? I would say because I work on a community level, um, just to be able to go out there, interact with people. My biggest thing is I love to educate people or bring them some awareness about uh, a particular topic. And so when I had to have those conversations and say that 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 they wasn't aware of, but then they catch it and get it. That's what is so rewarding to me. Like I, I just made impact and hopefully that person will begin to educate somebody else about that topic or their aware, awareness. And then it just keeps on and keeps on going. So that's what I uh, enjoy and take away and look forward to when I do my work in the community. Nice, nice. Say has been, um, you know, for anyone who is either new in leadership or maybe they're aspiring to to become a leader you know what message or lesson would you share with someone who's thinking about it you know but they may be afraid to take on you know the responsibility of of serving the greater good and making a bigger impact what would you share with them that's a good one well um what i would say is to do it scared do it scared. And what I mean when I say that is, is that it's okay to have some fear as you step into a leadership role, especially if it's your first time being in a leadership position. Know that it's normal and it's a natural part of being in leadership. However, it is what we do and how we respond to that fear that makes a difference because fear can cause us to miss out on great career opportunities. And um, we could be dealing with all different types of fears that prevent us uh, or cause us to be hesitant to take on that leadership um, role, like the fear of not being good enough or you know, being an imposter. Am I good enough for this job? Take and hire me or that fear of failure, that you're not gonna uh, succeed in that role. And here's one, the fear of being the first in that position, mm-hmm. being the first woman, the first person of color, or even the first um, person in your family. And this is the big, the biggest one for me, the fear of being responsible for other people's growth or success or knowing that people are relying on you. So those are some of the fears that I have experienced with um, coming into a leadership position. But what I had to learn is to turn that fear from a negative into a positive. And I had to use it as a way to motivate me. So my message would be to let your fears be what that motivates you and not what paralyzes you 
um, and you achieving your leadership goals in your career sets. Do it scared. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it because fear is what can really, as you said, paralyze people from going after what they really want. So as you said, doing it scared can be the most exhilarating part of it at the same time, right? Because you're mm-hmm. you're living it. And your your mind is is also accepting that hey we're doing this, right, <laughs> it's, <right. happening. laughs> it's happening it's happening and that's a great segue. Doing it scared it's a great segue for us to to now switch a little bit of the hat and and put on your author. Hat. Yeah, we we uh, we also talk about when people are doing new things that you became your um, last uh, it was in twenty twenty one. Mm-hmm. Correct, and uh, that was a new experience for you. Yeah. About that so can you tell us? Yeah, twenty twenty one. So when you made the decision and said, "Okay, I'm interested, and I'm going to become part of this this book project," what were your what was your writing experience and and how did you even push through that because that as you said that was a new experience for you so what supported you in pushing through and and what made you also say yes you know was it something you had always had a desire to write or um it was a goal of yours yeah so definitely i never saw myself as a writer or even the thought of even becoming an author it was just not something um, I had a vision for myself. So when you presented me with that opportunity to be a part of your your writing project, um, I have to say, going back to that fear, okay, (laughs) I was hesitant about being a part of it, but I had to just kind of be obedient and, you know, look at the opportunity that was before me and kind of just kind of walk through that, uh, walk through the door. And I didn't, like I said, I didn't, uh, I didn't think I was a writer. I didn't know what I was going to write about, but I have to say it was because of uh, your support, uh, your writing strategies, your coachings that you gave to me and not only to me, to the other women um, to help us see that we all had stories in us and how to tell those stories. It was just um, kind of life-changing uh, for me to let me know, hey, I can do this. I can be an author. <laughs> so, yeah. That's right. That's right. No, and, and I'm so happy that you that you were part of, uh, of that experience um, along with the other ladies in the Emerging book, which for those who um, are like, what is this Emerging book? You know, this Emerging book was, was a is a compilation project of women, you know, uh, from across the gamut of um, individuals who are in the mental health field, women who are in social work, um, women who are in the um, IT field, um, mental health practitioners, and they're all sharing some component of their life story of, you know, what helped them push past into their next, right? Well, people want to do more or they want to try something that they never have never tried before. And it was, okay, what do I share and, and how can this make an impact on others? So since you've become, so Emerging on Amazon, um, Emerging is also, is it available on, on your website, Erica? Yes, or? yes, absolutely, okay. yes. 
Okay, so and we'll we'll include um, when we get to the close of the of the um, interview here, you can share your your social media handles so people um, can connect with you if they want to purchase a, a signed copy directly from you to share um, to hear your story. And if you could tell us the cha- the name of your chapter, um, and then after that, tell us how has becoming an author impacted or changed for you? Okay. So the name of the chapter is called The Gift Within. So you guys go and get the book, check it out, read my chapter and all the other women that in 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 the book. Um, it is a great um, reading. Um, but what has impacted me about being an author, I would have to say that it is something that is so powerful to see your words, your life experiences, your story in published print. And to be able to share that with someone in the hopes to bring them inspiration, hope, and change in their life. It is so um, impactful and just like life feeling for me. And and how, uh, so, and with that, um, you there was also an article that you, you had written, um, Still I Rise, Beauty from Ashes. And then, so you expanded your writing into an international women's magazine. And what was what made you say yes to that and, and to continue to stretch yourself? Ooh, I will say, okay, Erica, here it is. Another opportunity here for you. <laughs> I got to push through and stretch and stretch. So that one was a tough one too. <laughs> um, but I did get through it. Um, I just kind of remember some of the techniques that you taught us, um, you know, not being that it all has to be organized and perfect in the beginning, but just to kind of take inventory of your life, where you at, put all those thoughts down on papers, and then from there it, it came to life. So yeah, nice, nice. So you know, for for our listeners out there, I just want to to share with with people that you know it is possible. And whatever that it is for you, whether you are desiring to become um, an author, whether you are desiring to become um, a business owner, or you're looking to maybe switch your career, or you want to, uh, you know, figure out, you know, this is a product I have and I want to sell this to people and make an impact. Like, just know it is possible when you take that first step. And as Erica said, and I'm going to go back to that phrase, do it scared because it's how you respond to your fear that will either give you forward momentum or it'll stop you in your tracks and and you can't move. So I just encourage everyone out there to get the support of, you know, people in your circle or if you have to expand outside your circle uh, to get someone who's already gone through the process you know, seek out mentors, seek out coaches, seek out trainers, seek out individuals who you know can help you move to your next. And and I'm so, uh, so happy to hear, you know, Erica, that you, that you continue to uh, push through to your next. So you have other ventures in mind, um, you know, uh, with goals of becoming a professor and uh, starting a nonprofit organization. So, you know, tell us, tell us, What's happening like right now for you? Um, because you have a lot of things going on, but what's what's next for you? So what's kind of next for me, especially in the author arena, is that I'm currently 
working on creating a children's book series about social workers and what social workers do. And then I'm looking to publish some articles and hopefully some professional journals for the National Association of Social Work here in Texas. And then I eventually want to be able to tell that story, uh, my life story, share some of my life experiences and kind of what um, led me into that field of social work. So there's still a lot of stories in me that needs to be told. So I'm grateful and hopeful for the opportunities that uh, lies ahead for me as an author. That's great. So I, we're so I'm so looking forward to hearing um, and and seeing your the the children's books. I think that's um that's ex, uh, excellent uh, way to also um, build the future future leaders right in the social work yeah. field. You know, let kids un, let kids hear what it's about and what um, there's so many parts to social work as well. Yeah. So um, that's great. So Erica, before we close out, um, I always ask. Um, to share at least two success routines or two success habits that they use in their daily practice that keeps them going. So if you could share with us, what are at least two things that keep you moving and um, that are your personal success routines? Okay. So every day I would say just a goal of me waking up saying that I have got to work on myself um, spiritually personally and professionally to just achieve that ultimate life success. So every day I have to do a little bit in my spiritual life, do a little bit in my personal life. Okay. And then do a little bit in my professional life. That's an everyday routine that I wake up um, with that on my mind. Um, And then the other advice, um, I guess I would say it's more so to, to our listeners uh, would be that if you feel like you have a story in you and that you just really want to tell it, but you're just kind of unsure where to start, how to start, I would encourage you to really seek out um, a writing coach like um, Tyra herself um, that will guide you, give you that support, and just kind of help you through that writing process to put your story to print. Because one thing you um, let us know, uh, Tyra, that there is somebody out there that is waiting to hear your story and for their life to be changed by hearing your story. So those are my little nuggets of, of advice. Thank you so much. And if you could share with us your social media handles so people can uh, connect with you and learn more about what's coming up next for you, that would be awesome. Okay, so you can uh, follow me on Facebook and Instagram at epowerment21. And you can find me only LinkedIn, Erica Castillo. And then definitely check out uh, my website, epowerment21.net and purchase um, um, the emerging book. Great. Thank you so much. And so to our listeners, we thank you so much for chiming in and hearing what. We appreciate you and we will see you on the next episode. For those of you that are interested in learning more about coaching services, my writing services and or trainings, please feel free to connect with me at my website as well at tarahallinspiredsolutions.com. I look forward to serving you again on our next episode of Success Routines. Take care, Erica, and goodbye, guests. All right.